Before we get into this episode, I want to let you know that tickets to The One, which is our two-day in-person leadership experience, are now available at early bird pricing. So if you're in Australia or New Zealand, then you're absolutely going to want to check this out. The One is designed to expand leadership capacity with big shifts reported from participants in confidence, communication, directiveness, solutions thinking, decision making and even conflict resolution. You can check out the case studies over on the website of people who have already done this event and the results they experienced across multiple areas of their lives months later. It has just been such a catalyst for change. That's been more impactful and I've had more revelations and light bulb moments go off than anything that I've ever looked at. I feel like my perspective has completely shifted. It's just, it's been life changing for me. Do yourself a favour and get this locked in for yourself before prices go up. Grab your tickets to one of the events in either Australia or New Zealand over at theoneliveevent.com. It's also linked below. If your mental space is congested because you're constantly knee-jerking to people's conversations, you will not have the mental space to focus on the things that you're committed to the things that you find important. I'm Kate Ruby-Aroha, the founder of She Leads Live, Australia and New Zealand's largest women's leadership and empowerment event. With 17 years experience as a senior trainer, I've led government contracts that create national change and have spent over a decade facilitating advanced leadership experiences throughout New Zealand, Australia and Southeast Asia. One of the things I've learned is that the stuff we tell ourselves in our head doesn't reflect our true capacity. And as women, we can be pretty good at minimizing our power. The reason I do this work is because I see so many incredible women with massive potential buying into the things that hold them back. And I want to change that. My intention is that these episodes remind you that the self-doubt and the fears that you've been having about your next level are all totally normal. And my hope is that these conversations light a fire in your belly to go after your big dreams. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey, it's Kate and welcome along to this episode of She Leads a New Future, where we're talking about protecting your mental space. Now, this is a really important conversation for anyone who's got a lot of stuff going on and it can um, feel at times quite overwhelming or you can feel really pulled in and out of all sorts of conversations. This here is like an essential conversation that should be taught at schools, I believe. Um, I came to learning what I'm about to teach you, what I'm about to show you through necessity through frustration. And as a result of that frustration, which I'm so grateful for because it led me to this, I now have five clearly distinct communication channels. And I'm going to tell you what those communication channels are and who I speak to about what in each communication channel. And since doing that, things have significantly shifted. So, you know, I've got three companies. I'm a mum with of two kids. I've got a team, a large full-time team, and this conversation's there. 
I've got clients and people, this just, these conversations from so many people at times, from so many levels. And there was a time in my life for many, 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 many years that I didn't know how to organize those conversations. And so I was available to a lot of stuff and a lot of conversations and a lot of requests and a lot of information coming at me and feedback and all sorts of stuff at so many different times that it was um, not only overwhelming, and look, I've got a pretty high tolerance, but it actually wasn't the most effective way to use my brain space or to use my mental space. And I think even that that can be a problem because if there's, you know, if you're a perhaps a high performer like myself, you've got a lot of capacity. And I've got a large capacity, which means that I could manage a lot of that stuff, but was it the best use of use of my mental space? No. So, you know, I've been in a conversation more and more in recent times around effectiveness. And what do I need to be at my absolute uh, top ability to perform and to be able to push the boundaries with the big dreams that I've got means that I can't just be operating at a level that I can cope with. It means that I've got to be able to manage things so that I'm the most effective that I can possibly be. So this, these new changes came from that level. So what I have in place is five different distinct communication channels with one of them actually being shut down shortly and it's going to be four different distinct communication channels. Now actually the interesting thing is the reason why I'm shutting down the fifth communication channel is based on like a bit of an audit that I've done on my own life recently which I talked about in episode 17, the last episode, um, which had me asking myself what have I grown out of and I've made some new changes in my life Uh, very recently and one of those things has meant that I'm no longer available to certain types of conversations so that means that that communication channel will be closed down very soon but I want to talk about these communication channels because these this made a big difference in my life number one (laughs) this first communication channel is where I have all my personal communications so any conversations that are personal friends family all happen there And this is WhatsApp. So WhatsApp is sacred for personal conversations. It is sacred for personal conversations. What I mean by that is there is no way in hell that we have business communications in there. I won't talk about business in WhatsApp. And, and, you know, that impact, like uh, my husband, Hinari, and my daughter, Bailey, we're all in business together to a certain degree. Uh, Bailey is a contractor of ours. I help her with some certain things and therefore we often throughout the week will have uh, work-related conversations, but we're really clear that we are not allowed to have any work-related conversations in WhatsApp, even though we talk on WhatsApp all the time um, to organize family things and when are we going to the movies and when are we meeting up at the gym, that kind of thing. We don't have those work-related conversations in WhatsApp. It is not allowed. Um, and the same is with Henari. So, you know, we are in business together. He's my partner in this. And we are not allowed to have work-related conversations in WhatsApp. Now, that was a that was a new thing that when we introduced that was an absolute game changer. Now, here's why that makes a difference. 
because I get to know and trust that whenever I open up my WhatsApp messenger, that I'm not going to be exposed to work-related conversations, okay? Because there are times in my life when I'm ring-fencing my mental space for things that are completely non-work-related, where I'm shutting off from work-related stuff and I'm switching into the gear of rejuvenation, of family time, of playfulness, of downtime. I can't do that if I don't have, um, if I have the place that I would open my app to order myself a massage on a Saturday night and to book in my hair appointment or stuff like that when I'm in my own downtime. If that app that I open to do those things then also has a work-related question in it, then all of a sudden I'm exposing my mental space to work in a time that I'm not available mentally for work, that I'm in my rejuvenation period. And that's honestly one of the biggest things is that it is so important that when we're really playing big, that we have um, space that is really safeguarded as off time and that we make those switches between being on and being off as clean and as clear as possible. And that we are really removing all of that kind of icky gray zone stuff where when we are supposedly off, we're still accessible work-wise. Or when we are at work, we're still thinking about like, God, I wish I wasn't at work and I wish I was at downtime. Like one of the things I've been working on over the years is being really um, crisp with those transitions so that when I'm actually in work mode, I'm full tilt in work mode fully thinking about work mode, not wishing that I was somewhere else or not thinking that I should be doing something else or I should be spending more time elsewhere. I'm full in work mode. And then when it comes to downtime, this part of the switch has been harder for me. So therefore, I'm making sure that I'm protecting my mental and emotional space when I do choose to go into full downtime. I want to make sure that I'm not being... um, um, impacted by work-related stuff when I'm choosing to be in downtime. So yeah, that that one shift of saying that WhatsApp is sacred for personal time and for personal conversations was a game changer, um, which then also meant that we actually had to set up a separate communication channel, and I'll tell you what that is in a minute, for everything work-related. So everything work-related now happens in Slack. And that's that's been happening for quite a long time. But um, when we made that shift, it was a big shift because Hen and I would talk about work in WhatsApp. My team and myself and the team between themselves would talk about work in WhatsApp. We had some clients who would have um, agency-related conversations in WhatsApp, right? So it was like a pig shit show of a mess that whenever I opened up there, there was all sorts of conversations, Okay. So the week I remember when I changed that one thing changed so much for me. That one small shift had gigantic ripple effects. So we created a new workspace called, and it's Slack. So Slack is a really great um, communication channel for anything that's like if you have a team, anything team related is really well organized in Slack. So Slack, I'd highly recommend it. So that's where our team communicate every single day inside Slack. And our rules and our agreement is that anything work-related happens in Slack, including between myself and my daughter, including between myself and my husband. It's all inside Slack. 
So what makes a di- what why that's just so powerful is that I only open up Slack when I'm ready for work related conversations with my team. So they can message me anytime they want in there. And then I'm going to go in there a few times each day at the times that it works the best for my workload and my priorities and my big commitments. I then go into Slack on a certain time during the day and, and then a couple of times throughout the day as well. And then I'm fully available for those types of conversations and they're very admin related. And also, if you go back and listen to episode 17, we've had a huge big shift within our team's infrastructure in the last while where I've taken myself out of what wasn't a manager's role that I'd really been in for a very long time. And I essentially fired myself as the manager and we've had an internal restructure, which has meant that the team operate uh, very much internally for the large part of what they do. And I sit outside of the team in a way that I've just never done before. So even my communications via inside Slack are about, I would say over the last few months, 95% less than what they were in the past. So, you know, if you want to listen to that episode, go back and listen to episode 17. And that was, uh, it came from a question of, that I asked myself about what have I grown out of and really reviewed and looked at things afresh and challenged myself with that question, like really challenged myself. And, um, then obviously made myself do things in new ways. So Slack is team work-related stuff. We've actually got a second work-related communication channel and it's Telegram. And I'll tell you what Telegram is for. And Telegram is definitely used in a different way to Slack, but it's still work-related. Telegram is where one of my companies is an agency and we have uh, a, a... We've had we've got a number of clients who we work with in our agency, and my agency team communicate with our active clients that they're working with around their projects that they're building out. So you know they build out like sales funnels and membership sites and um, checkouts and payment systems. That they my my agency team build out a lot of online systems and they're extraordinary at it for uh, our agency clients and they do it in an affordable way which is really exciting their communications with their agency clients that are active builds all happen from telegram so that's a really that's really a cool way to ring fence that and most of those conversations I'm not involved with there is from time to time um, in the last few months I've popped in and out to do a quick audit just to see where things are at to touch base get my finger on the pulse to see if there's anything and like I'm really satisfied with how things are going, which is great because we're, uh, so, but so that's in Telegram. And then there's a couple of new ways we're going to be using Telegram going forward. But the other part, the piece I want to say about that is having that stuff ring fenced really clearly inside one space again in Telegram is just so vital because once again, I'm not exposed to any of those conversations unless I actively decide that I'm going to hop into one of the Telegram chats and check for something. Before I take you back to the episode, I want to remind you to come on over and connect with me on my new Instagram, at KateRubyAroha. While you're there, feel free to flick me a DM, say hi, and let me know what you're getting out of these episodes. I'll chat with you over there. Now, the fifth type of uh, communication channel is Voxer, and this is the one that I'm closing down. So Voxer has historically been the place where I 
um, give access to people who basically pay me at a high level for coaching access. In the past, uh, they would also get unlimited messenger access with me during the week. Now, unlimited had boundaries around it, aka they could message me anytime, certain times of the day, once a day, I would review those messages and reply back. So that's actually something that um, I've been looking at lately and once again asking myself, like, what have I grown out of? Or what is something that just really no longer fits for where I'm heading? And one of the things that really came up clearly was my coaching one-on-one accessibility. And that's changing significantly. We're really rejigging things. Um, but yeah, one of the things that I saw was that actually doesn't work for me anymore. It doesn't feel good anymore in the way that it used to feel um, many years ago when I first put that in place. And so that is getting closed down soon. We've um, had a, we've got, I've got a couple more um, clients that I'm working with in Boxer, and that's perfect. And we've had a great talk about that, and so I'm, I'm basically seeing that out right to the end. Um, but yeah, it's very different to go from 20 people I was talking in there every day. Can you imagine that? 20 people I was always talking with, and I used to spend say about an hour, an hour and a half every afternoon earmarked to have those conversations. And now I've got two people in there, which is, um, it's, it's such a, it's such a difference. So I just love chatting with those two people. And then when um, those coachings wrap up, that's actually going to completely get deleted. And I just won't have that ever going forward as any level of a service. And so that's really exciting. And I guess, you know, just even in that, I want to encourage you if you're listening and you've set up systems or or processes in the past that when you check in for yourself, they just no longer feel good. You actually get to redecide. You get to rechoose and say, you know what, this doesn't serve me anymore. And this is the new plan going forward. So Voxer will close down soon. The fifth communication channel is Facebook and Instagram messages. And I'm really clear in how I use those. And Facebook and Instagram messages, that's the way that anyone from the public or community can message and and message and connect and ask questions. And I'm really clear on when I'm available in those communication channels and when I'm not. And um, that's, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, You know, and and in the past, we used to have that when people then came in as a client, they moved into Voxer, but that's now not going to happen. Um, And then, of course, there's email. So email is... um, Something that I really don't get a lot of. I don't go get much emails whatsoever um, because number one, I don't subscribe to much. I've unsubscribed to pretty much everything except for I follow uh, two to three um, people because I'm interested in watching the process and uh, that's really, I'm super strict with that. And then if I, you know, do resubscribe to one person, then I'll unfollow someone else. But essentially my email box is usually pretty much empty. Um, email is really where I get communication from my son's ta- from my son's school. Um, really, a couple of personal things, but everything else goes through to my support email. So this personal email of mine isn't um, is never given out, and uh, so hence why there's pretty much like nothing in there. And we have a customer support email, and everything gets funneled through there. So everything, everything, everything goes through to customer service, which my team deal with anyway. So yeah, those are the five communication channels, which will shortly become four, which really clearly ring fences when I have communications that are different types of communications. And I would encourage anyone who's listening to this, 
who's feeling that they're getting pulled around by a lot of conversations, whether it's business and work, and, and they're all crossing over and overlapping on top of each other, to actually take a moment and review how and where you have conversations. And if this would serve you, put some new processes in place. Because your mental space is everything. If your mental space is congested because you're constantly knee-jerking to people's conversations, you will not have the mental space to focus on the things that you're committed to, the things that you find important. And if you know and check in for yourself that what you want to achieve and create over the coming five years or 10 years, for example, if you really zoom out and look at it in that bigger picture, those things that you want to see realized during the next five to 10 years, the big, big, big things, they're only going to come about as if on the day-to-day basis, your mental space is protected from all of that extra noise and requests and tugs, and you're lasering in on the stuff that's important for you in the times of the day that you're the most effective. If you're trying to be everything to everyone and and um, are available to everyone all the time, you're simply not going to have the space and the capacity and the bandwidth to actually move the needle in what's important. This, these are simple twists, simple um, adjustments to the dial to put some clear communications in place and say WhatsApp is for this and Slack is for this and Telegram is for this or however you design it on your end. And to be really clear about we have these types of communications in this place means that you get to be back in the driver's seat of when you're available for different types of conversation, which means that then you get to choose, okay, so this time of the day, I'm only available for this. Um, So yeah, I, I hope that this conversation has been useful to you. If you got something out of it, it would make a huge difference to me if you shared this one episode with one person. I want to, through all of these episodes on She Leads a New Future, bring conversations that actually make a difference to women so that we can uh, really get into the driver's seat and play big with the stuff that we're here for. So please, it would make a huge difference to me if you share this episode with one person. You can go and check out my rather unflattering journey over on my Insta story highlights at the top of my Insta page at Kate Ruby Aroha. And I shall see you in the next episode of She Leads A New Future. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This is a reminder that if you're in Australia or New Zealand and you haven't yet got your tickets to the one, then go to the website now, find the location closest to you and get it sorted. Early bird tickets will be ending soon. Man, massive breakthroughs, like unbelievable. Having the balls to actually be myself and not run away from challenges that I've probably run away from in the past and take them head on. It's taken me to another place. I'm just not the same person that I was when I walked in. If you get an opportunity to experience this event, do it for you and everyone around you.